0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode. I'm so excited for this one. As always, I'm going to give you guys the same little spiel that I do before every single episode. But if you love this podcast, please don't forget to rate it, subscribe, send it to a friend, review it, you know the whole thing. Speaking of which, I have some super exciting news. If you follow me on Insta, then you would have seen this, but the podcast has officially hit the Apple charts, which is so exciting. It's so much fun. It is rated um 148. So, it's a little it's a little far down on the list, but I'm still so 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 excited and so thankful that so many people are listening to this, especially because this podcast was started like with no following. I didn't think anyone would listen to it. I didn't have a big social media presence. I didn't have a lot of people wanting to hear what I was going to say. So everything that this podcast has done has just grown so much in the past little bit. And I'm just so thankful for you guys for listening and sharing it and reviewing it and rating it. And we hit the charts, which is so fun. And I'm so happy about it. I want to take this moment to kind of talk a little bit, just a little, about why we need to celebrate our small wins and why we need to celebrate our achievements, because I saw yesterday that we hit the charts, and like I said, we were 148 on the list, so when I first saw it, I was super excited, I was so, like, ecstatic and just very, very happy. I was telling my mom, I was telling my boyfriend, I was telling everyone, and then it hit me to start comparing myself to other people. Then I started comparing myself to all these other podcasts that I listen to or of people that I know and I know these other girls that have their own podcasts and theirs are rated way higher than mine is on the list and I automatically just started to really get down on myself and I started to think, oh my god, this is so embarrassing for me to even post about it especially because a lot of these girls with their own podcasts that are rated number eight or number 50 or number 100, they're going to see this post. And I was nervous that they were going to be kind of thinking like, why would she post about this? This isn't a big accomplishment. This isn't a big achievement. And I started to really second guess myself and I started to really take away from my own success. And I almost had to take a step back and realize that I should be proud of every small win I have. And like I said in one of my podcast episodes, I am the Nike, not the Puma. And if you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying. But I can have a slow growth. Every single person is on their own journey. Every single person has their own timeline. Everything happens the way that it's supposed to happen and for a certain reason. And just because my podcast is not rated as high as other people doesn't mean I shouldn't be proud of the fact that it's even on a list. Girlies, when you're first starting a business, you have enough to worry about. The stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more. Shopify powers ten percent of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Brook Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across a hundred and seventy-five countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a one-dollar-per-month trial period at Shopify.com/WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at LumiDeodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. And it shouldn't take away from all the hard work that's been put into this podcast and all of the gratitude that I should be feeling for people actually even listening and liking what I'm saying. So I had to really get out of my own head. I almost had to humble myself a little bit and be like, you should be so fucking thankful that you're even on this list. I don't know who you think you are that you should be any higher. So just be thankful that you even made it. Be thankful for all the people that are listening. Be thankful for all the positive feedback that you've received. Be thankful for all the reviews. Be thankful for all the shares. Just really be present and be thankful in this moment and so I changed my mindset I took it I said this is just a starting place I can move up I talked to my boyfriend Dean and he said you don't want to be number one anyways if you're number one there's nowhere to go if you're number 148 you have 148 steps of growth that you can have ahead of you and I thought about it and I was like that's so stupid and so corny, obviously I want to be number one, but then I actually had to think about it. And I'm like, you know what? You're so right from where I am right now to when my podcast does hit number one, because we're manifesting as usual. I'm going to be a very different person. I'm going to have grown a lot. I'm going to have learned a lot. And it's going to be a very different experience. So this is all to just say that we need to start celebrating our small wins. We need to start being proud of ourselves for every single little accomplishment. Because in turn, that is going to help our confidence, that it's going to help us to show up as who we want to be. And we're going to start to see results because we're becoming that person. And so no matter what it is, I want you to find one small little accomplishment that you've had today one small goal that you've obtained and be proud of yourself for it it could be making your bed it could be going to the gym it could be drinking your water it could be something school related it could be a big accomplishment in some way that you got a job or you did something so find something today and be proud of yourself Okay, a little life update, but I am currently back in Canada. I told you guys in last week's episode that I was flying home. It's my Nana's 90th birthday, so we're throwing her a surprise party. But so I've been back home. I've been with my family, living in my parents' house. My brother's home. My whole family's flying in. I get to hang out with my boyfriend, Dean, and I'm just having the best time. I'm hanging out with my dog. I'm really just relaxing. But being home this week, I obviously, I don't have a Pilates studio near me. As we all know, Pilates is my go-to workout. I freaking love it. Or I'll do like a really long walk or a kind of a, my own hit workout. But being home this week and being with my boyfriend Dean, I've decided that I'm just going to do whatever his workout is. I've decided that I'm going to switch up my workout. So we've been weight training. Today we did back and we did heavy weight. Tomorrow we're doing legs. We're doing heavy weight. And this is very out of the norm of what I'm used to. And I know a lot of girls are really scared of lifting weights and I am one of them and I was one of them. I'm still working on it and building a better relationship with strength training, but Honestly, I think it's so good to change up your workouts. I think if you're anything like me, I get very almost in a plateau with my workouts. I love Pilates, but when I go all the time, I kind of go, This is like kind of boring. Like I get a little bored, and I'm like, Why do I want to do this every single day? And then I get into a bit of a funk, and I don't really want to work out. So I think being home this week and trying a different style of workout that I normally wouldn't do on my own and having someone there to help guide me through this workout is really, really beneficial. I think it also hits my muscles in a different way. I think it targets my body in a different way. I think it shocks my body in a different way. And overall, it just kind of gives me a new change and a new thing to look forward to every single day. And like I've said in many podcasts before, you need to switch it up. You're going to get stuck in a rut if you don't find little things that you can change. So for me, my workouts are one of them. So because I've been working out with Dean this week and because he still has a job and he starts work at 8am every day, what that means is that we've been waking up at 5.30 to go to the gym. So I'm home, on vacation, finally not having to do my job, finally not having to do any school, and I'm still waking up at 5.30 to go work out. I also posted on Instagram asking everyone, what topics you want me to talk about in episodes? And one of the biggest ones was how I stay motivated, how I stay motivated to do stuff. And I feel like this is a really good one given my circumstance right now. Like, how do I stay motivated to still wake up at 5.30, go work out when I'm on vacation and I don't have anything to do all day? This is definitely just one of the biggest questions I get all the time. Everyone always wants to know, how do I stay motivated to do all this stuff? How do I stay motivated to work out before work? How do I stay motivated to do school and study and eat clean and drink my water and maintain relationships? How do I stay motivated to do it all? And that's a very, very fair question. And I'm going to be a thousand percent honest with all of you, but I do not stay motivated. I'm not. I 98% of the time do not have any motivation to do any of it. And I think it honestly comes down to discipline and habits that I've created that I just keep going through the motion to do it. And there are times where I have a ton of motivation and I'm really passionate and I love doing what I'm doing. But most of the time, what I do every single day stems from these habits that I've created and from this discipline that I've instilled and not necessarily from motivation. I mean, you guys know firsthand that I'm not motivated every single day and I have days where I don't work out and days where I don't study and I lay in bed and I just watch TV or I go to Whole Foods and I buy a whole shit ton of brownies and Oreos and ice cream and That's just what I needed in that moment, and that's very normal. When I talk about these habits and I talk about discipline, I want it to be a very balanced concept. I don't want any of us to be so disciplined that it becomes unhealthy. Everything in life should have balance. You should have days where you're super regimented and you eat healthy, you drink your water, you move your body, blah, 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 but then you should also have the days where you relax and you hang out and you eat all the junk food, and you don't move your body at all the entire day. But in today's episode, I do want to give you guys some of the things that I have done and some of the habits that I've created in order to stay consistent most of the time. Okay, in order to kind of gain this motivation, quote unquote motivation, and gain these healthy habits, the most important thing you can do is figure out your why. Figure out why you're doing what you're doing and figure out why it's important to you. This is going to look so different for every single person. So honestly, if you need to sit down and figure out why every single thing that you do in a day matters, then do it. A big thing in my life that I had to figure out my why for was going to med school After getting rejected and going through the lengthy process of applications, if you don't know, it takes a full year for the application process. It's an excruciating process. The tests are hard. The application process is hard. Being in med school is hard. Every part of it is very difficult. And I had to think, why do I want to be a doctor? Why do I want to be accepted? Why do I want to go to med school? Why do I want this? And that is the only thing that is kept me in this mindset and the only thing that has helped propel me t- towards these applications and towards hopefully being accepted. If I didn't have a good enough why, I would have quit a long time ago. I would have stopped a long ass time ago. I would have not put myself through this emotional and mental pain. I would have taken a step back. I would have figured out something else that I wanted to do and I would have went for that instead. Honestly, it doesn't have to be big life events that you need to figure out a why. It can be little things like, why do you want to wake up every day and go to the gym and work out? That's a big one that I had to figure out too. Why do I want to wake up so fucking early every day and go to the gym? Why do I want to put myself through that? And it's because I want to feel my best. And honestly, I know it sounds bad. And I know that I preach to everyone that we do not work out to look a certain way. And I 1000% know this. So before you come for me, I know this. But I'm being honest. I do want to look my best and I do want to feel my best. And that's why I get up and I go to the gym every day. And also, I love the endorphins. Whenever I'm stressed out, it is the biggest stress reliever ever. I wake up anxious every day pretty much, so going to the gym helps me start my day on the right foot. And that's why it's so important to me to wake up and go. Like I said, every single person's why is gonna be very different. So think about yours and use that to fuel you in order to achieve these goals that you have? Why do you want to FaceTime your family every day? Why do you want to read a book? Why do you want to go to school? Why do you want to work out? Why do you want to drink your water? Why? Figure out your why. And with that, you need to constantly remind yourself why you're doing what you're doing because there's a lot of times where you're going to just want to give up and you're going to want to quit. And take it from me, I've wanted to quit a lot of things a lot of times, but I have always come back to my core root of why I'm doing what I'm doing, and that's always been enough to push me to continue on and push me to continue to achieve these accomplishments that I've set out for myself and achieve the success that I've always wanted. So sit down right now, think about somewhere in your life where you're feeling like, maybe I should give up, maybe I shouldn't do this, and figure out why you're still doing it. Figure out why you've been pushing through, figure out why this is so important to you. And if you need to write it down, write it down. If you need to put it on a sticky note, put it on a sticky note, put it on your mirror. Remind yourself all the time what is important to you and why you are doing this, because you can't have other people do this for you. And you have to have the motivation and the drive and the discipline within yourself in order to do it. No one else is going to do any of this for you, which is something I think of a lot, honestly. I mean, your parents or your friends or your family, they can kind of push you in a certain direction. My parents could put a a lot of pressure on me to get into med school, for example. They don't, but I'm just using it as an example. But at the end of the day, if I don't wanna do it, I'm not gonna do it. At the end of the day, I have to be the one to give myself this motivation. I have to be the one to want to study. I have to be the one to want to fill out these applications. I have to be the one to, when I do get accepted into med school, to work hard and actually become a doctor. I can't look at other people and rely on other people to give me the sense of motivation because it's not going to happen. So you have to figure out your innate and your Core reasoning behind a lot of your actions in order to be able to continue on, in order to be able to continue doing these, even in times when you're like, I don't want to do this at all. Think about the gym. If you don't want to go to the gym and you're asking someone else to go for you and someone else goes to the gym, you're not reaping any of those benefits. You're not getting anything from it. It's the exact same thing. You have to force yourself to do it, as shitty as that sounds. Sometimes you do have to force yourself, and I guarantee that when you finish it and you're done, you're going to feel so much better. However, when you're first starting out to build these habits, if you need someone to help hold you accountable, a thousand percent do it. I personally don't think it'll work long-term. I don't think you can have someone hold you accountable your entire life. You need to be able to do stuff on your own and hold yourself accountable. But like I've always said, if you want to go to the gym, for example, that's just the easiest example I can think of, and you can't get yourself to go, you are not wanting to do it, then sign up for a workout class. I literally stand by workout classes so much because they hold myself accountable too. you book the class, you can't cancel it, you're gonna get a fee when you are actually in the class and you have other people beside you. I don't know about you, but I work a lot harder. I work really hard because my ego is going and I'm like, I want to impress these people. I don't know who they are, but I want to be so impressive. I want to impress the instructor. I want to impress the girl beside me on the reformer Pilates machine thing. I also find that when I tell people my goals it holds myself a little bit more accountable. Like I said, because I have such an ego apparently and because I don't wanna let people down and I don't wanna let myself down, I'm going to hold myself accountable when I've told people I'm gonna do something. You also need to keep the promises to yourself. When you make a promise to yourself and you say tomorrow I'm waking up and I'm gonna drink this water and I'm gonna go on a nice long walk and I'm gonna listen to a podcast and I'm gonna read when I get home, do it. Hold yourself accountable and don't break promises to yourself. I've talked about it in another episode, but if you can't trust yourself, you're never going to trust other people. So you need to always be your number one advocate and you need to always trust in yourself and in your abilities. And you're never going to gain confidence if you don't believe what you're saying. So my best friend Sarah and I, we have this thing where we tell each other that we have to drink a certain amount of water before we're allowed to drink our coffee in the morning. It's our way to stay accountable. It's our way to stay hydrated. And I do it all the time. I do it all the time because I'm really nervous that she's going to text me and ask me if I've drank my water. And I don't want to let her down and say no. I don't want to do it. I know it's something so small and it doesn't actually matter, but it's a great way for me to stay accountable because I want to know that if she were to ask me if I've done it, I can say yes and I can feel good about it. Another huge thing that I do in order to stay consistent is plan ahead. A lot of people are very spur of the moment and that's totally fine. But in terms of the goals that I set for myself, I have to plan ahead and I have to be very diligent in my time a huge, huge, huge thing I do to plan ahead is when I cook my dinner for the night, I will double the portion and I'll put one in the fridge for the next night. And it's something that I've been doing for months and it's really made a huge, huge difference, especially in terms of working and doing these 12 hour shifts. When I'm hungry for dinner, I don't want to cook food. Either I'm waking up. From my nap, and I'm about to go into work for a night shift, and I don't have enough time to cook a good enough meal, or I'm exhausted and I don't feel like cooking a big meal. And so then my nutrition really slacks because I'm eating random ass stuff in my house. I'm eating some random carrots, maybe a rice cake, and I'm not getting the amount of nutrition that a normal person should be getting in a meal. So Planning ahead and prepping that is really an important step for me every day to make sure that I'm getting enough food and that I'm eating the best way I can for my body, for my digestion, for my skin, etc. Every night before I go to bed, I will prep my gym bag for the next morning. I will make my pre-workout. It'll be in the fridge. It'll be all ready. I'll put my workout shoes in the bag. I'll put my little house key in the bag. I'll put my AirPods in the bag. I put a yoga mat beside if I need to take a yoga mat with me. I have everything prepped out. I'll get my clothes out for my workout. That way in the morning when I have to go and I go to the gym, I'm already ready. I'm not taking extra time. I'm not thinking about everything that I have to do in the morning when I wake up and then that gives me anxiety and it stresses me out. Everything's prepped. Everything's ready. I wake up. I put my clothes on and I just go out the door because I just grab my bag, grab my pre-workout and I'm done. Planning ahead helps to make everything a little less daunting. If you suffer from anxiety like I do, and you start thinking about every single thing that you have to do in a day, in a week, in a month, you start to get overwhelmed. And then, I don't know about you, but it makes me shut down. It makes me not want to do anything. It makes me want to lay in my bed and I get really stressed out and I don't feel well. And it's a whole cycle. So in order to kind of alleviate some of that and maintain consistency every day and maintain these habits that I know are so important in order to achieve these goals that I've set for myself, I plan ahead. I always think about that quote that people say that do something now that your future self will thank you for. I think about this a ton with school and I always say it sucks to sit and study right now. It sucks ass. I hate it. I hate every part of it, but my future self, when I take this exam and I get an A and I do so well is going to be so thrilled. I would rather suffer now and reap the benefit later than I would kind of slack right now. And then when I take this exam, I don't do well. So think about your future self, not necessarily super, super long term, it can be the next day, it can be even after a workout and how much better you're going to feel. Just do something now that your future self will thank you for. It takes 21 days to build a habit. So let's all think of something that we wanna incorporate into our day and we are going to report back in a month and see how much better we feel and see if we've stuck to it. Think about a goal. Think about a goal that you have. And for example, say being healthier is one of your goals. Then you're gonna think about what you can do every day in order to achieve this. Think of something small. Don't try and build 17 habits at once. It's gonna be very, very hard. Start small and work your way up. Start with one thing and just work on it every day and make it a priority. So maybe it's gonna be drinking water as soon as you wake up. It's really beneficial to drink water when you wake up. So what you're going to do is put an alarm on your phone. If you need to put an alarm on your phone, put it on your phone every single day for the same time and literally have it say drink water. Remind yourself to do it. Put it on post-it notes, put it around your apartment, put it around your house, put it wherever you need to put it and write it down if you need to do a little checklist and check it off every day. And hold yourself accountable. I cannot say this enough. You have to want it. If you don't want it, no one else wants it for you. And that's my biggest thing that I want everyone to take away from this is that you're not going to be motivated. You're not. You're not going to be motivated all the time. You might be motivated for the first two days that you start something new and you'll be really excited and it'll be really fun. And then that's going to die off. And when that dies off, you're going to have to rely on discipline. You're going to have to rely on habits. You're going to have to rely on yourself. It's a little bit of tough love, but you're not going to be motivated all the time. And I think that's why This is one of the biggest questions I get all the time is because people start to not feel motivated anymore. And so they look at other people and they think, what is keeping you going? What is keeping you motivated? What is keeping you doing the same things every day? What is keeping you pushing and striving for more? And it's your own discipline. It's your own discipline. It's your own why. It's why you're doing what you're doing. And why is this important to you? And you need to figure that out. Whatever it is, you need to figure it out. And you need to remember it all the time. Because there's going to be so many moments in life where you want to give up, you want to quit, you don't want to do it. And I have had those moments. A thousand million times. You can ask anyone. You can ask my mom. You can ask Sarah. You can ask Dean. You can ask literally any of these people, and they will tell you that there's been so many times where I've said, I quit. I'm done Health Ridge Collective. I'm done the podcast. I'm done with school. I'm done with work. I'm done with everything. And then I wake up the next day and I keep going because it's just my norm. And it's what I do. And I have to remind myself, this matters to me. When those moments happen, though, and you're not feeling motivated, and you're feeling very defeated and broken down, it is a 1000% okay to have a huge breakdown. I will have huge breakdowns where I ball my eyes out, I tell everyone I'm quitting, I'm done with everything. And then I kind of regroup and I think, okay, why does this matter to me? Okay, why am I doing what I'm doing? Because everything I'm doing in life has a reason. And figuring that out is super important. And being able to kind of bring that to the forefront when these life struggles are happening is super, super crucial. You also just keep in mind that you don't need to tell anyone your reasoning why, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter to anyone else why you're doing what you're doing, but you have to be true to yourself. You have to be honest with yourself. You have to hold yourself accountable and you have to know that you can accomplish these goals that you've set out for yourself because a big thing is we lose our confidence and we lose the sense that we are actually going to accomplish something at the end and that's why a lot of motivation and a lot of discipline and a lot of habits fall off because you start to overthink it and I'm a 1000% this person but you need to just kind of have a sense of what you're doing is important And everything is going to work out the way that it's supposed to. And if you put in the work, you will be rewarded. And that's a very hard concept to actually think about. But if you kind of look back on a whole bunch of stuff that's happened in your life and the way that things have turned out and the way that things have happened, everything has happened in order to lead you to where you are now. And when you start to get this fear that nothing's working out, it's not going well, you're losing this motivation, bring yourself back to that and be reminded that everything's working out the way that it's supposed to. And whatever that reason is, it could be to teach you a lesson. It could be to have you become stronger. It could be to have you be rewarded for your hard work. There's so many different reasons that things happen and figuring out why it's happening. And sometimes you don't understand it, but just going with it will help you to feel more confident in where you are and help you to feel More able to accomplish these goals that you've set out. Okay, so that's my little rant on why I don't stay motivated and I have to rely on other things to keep me going. But if you ever feel like you're in the same situation, just kind of listen back to this episode and one, remind yourself that it's normal to not be motivated all the time because I think we look at other people and we think they constantly have this motivation, which isn't true. And two, remind yourself that you can do it remind yourself that you can buckle down and you can suffer through whatever you're going through and struggle through it as much as you need to in order to achieve these goals that you have on the other end and you are able to do it and you need to build this confidence in yourself and figure out your reasoning behind every action that you take and you're going to accomplish the most amazing things possible but thank you guys so much for listening to this episode Please don't forget to send it to a friend, share it on your story. We hit the charts, so it's only up from here, and I cannot wait, and I'm so excited. But thank you guys so much again for listening, and I will catch you in the next one. Bye!